We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Today's OEP Extra, Anthony Dasher of UGASports.com, part of the Rivals Network, joins me to talk about the two-time defending national champions, some of the controversy that has besieged that program this offseason, Carson Beck, and uh, Georgia's quest for a three-peat, a historic three-peat, something that has not happened in major college football since the mid-30s when Minnesota pulled it off. Dash will join. We'll talk uh, about the dogs, SEC East, a little SEC West. Ole Miss, of course, travels to Athens in November. It'll be Ole Miss's first trip to Athens in 10 years. Last time Ole Miss played there was the 2013 season. We'll get to all of that in a minute. First, let me tell you that my coverage from Nashville is brought to you by Hillco Insurance. Do you hate losing games? Do you hate losing players? Do you hate paying for your insurance? If you said yes to those questions, Davey Ferris can help. Davey is partnered with the Grove Collective and will be donating 20% of all commissions and 10% of all renewals on both personal and commercial insurance policies. Davey and Hillco Insurance are sponsoring rebelgrove.com's and MPW Digital's coverage of SEC Media Days from the Grand Hyatt in downtown Nashville. Davey can service customers in all 50 states, and he's dedicated to making sure Ole Miss athletics succeeds in this era of college sports. So contact Davey Ferris at 214 715-7247 or via email at dferris that's d-f-a-r-r-i-s at hillcoinsurance.com now here's anthony dasher of uga sports anthony dasher with uga sports.com kind enough to join me here in nashville on this wednesday morning it's been uh been quite the off season for the bulldogs huh excuse me finishing off my donut here today (laughs) (laughs) no seriously i mean Team comes off winning, you know, back-to-back national championships. Uh, tragedy unfolds in January. Uh, you know, uh, Devin Willett, uh, Chandler LaCroix are killed in an automobile accident. Uh, I think most people probably know that story by now. Uh, you know, due to speed, drunk driving, everything that you know could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, and then, uh, you know, speaking of speeding, I mean, that's the problem that Georgia's football team has right now. I mean, Kirby Smart has admitted that. I think everybody who reads about Georgia knows that right now. And, you know, also been some 
you know, allegations the way Georgia's handled some sexual assault cases uh, over, the, over the past few years, something that Georgia really fought back pretty aggressively this, this past week. But, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting time in Athens uh, over the past, past couple of years, really. Yeah, I think people like you and me who work in this, when you see the response to the sexual allegation story mm-hmm. as compared to the real lack of response, really, to the speeding story, yeah. you get a sense that, yeah, in one, on one hand, with the speeding thing, they, they're acknowledging, yeah, we obviously have a problem. Mm-hmm. People died. It's something we have to fix. With the other, the aggressive pushback tells you that they felt like that was that was sensationalized journalism. Yeah, you know, and I can kind of see their point because in all three instances that were cited in the AJC uh, report, every single time, all three times that somebody that one of those guys was accused, they were booted from the team. It wasn't you know wait until you know see if they're guilty or not. And as it as it turned out, uh, and Trey Bishop uh, who wound up transferring, uh, those charges were dropped, and uh, and the other one, uh, JJ Holland, who was Georgia's leading wide receiver in 2018. Um, the incident that was referenced happened like a, a year before, and it turns out it was his ex-girlfriend in a little top situation. She wound up dropping the charge. But even so, because he admitted it to Kirby Smart, and Kirby kicked him off the team as soon as you know, as soon as that was done. And, of course, the other one's a, a lot more serious. Adam Anderson was accused of rape uh, right before the uh, Florida game last year. He was immediately booted from the program. So, but the, the notion that Georgia, you know, tolerates uh, that kind of thing, I think is a little bit over the line. There was a, they gave the example of during Adam Anderson's arraignment uh, uh, hearing. Some of his teammates, you know, wanted to, to, to be there for him. You know, that, that was just them wanting to, you know, not support the action, but support, a, you know, be there for a friend, that, that, that type of thing. And I, uh, personally, my personal opinion, I think that stuff about the, uh, uh, you know, sexual abuse in Georgia tolerate. I think that's a little bit over the line. Let's talk about the program. Obviously, two straight championships. I think it's inarguable that Georgia right now is the number one program in the country, not just team, but program. You've been covering Georgia for a long time. Mark Rick did a good job, did yeah, a great job great at times, job. but he yeah. couldn't quite get over the mountain the way Kirby has. What is the, what is the secret sauce for Kirby Smart in Georgia that's allowed them to get to this, this spot? I know all coaches say this to an extent, but I really do think it's accountability. He demands every single person in his in the in his building, that Buckmere building, the football offices, be on the same plane, same level as he is when it comes to their everyday business, how they go about things. He does not accept mediocrity, and uh, to me, that's what that's what it is. And all those kids have bought into the to the message, and how can you not right now with the success they're having? They've not had to do a lot of transfer portal stuff. They've been able to just go high school recruit, build a program, something that really nobody else can do. Even Alabama's had to dip into the transfer portal. I cover a program at Ole Miss that obviously has been heavy in the transfer portal that seems to be trying to kind of steer away from it a little bit now. How has Georgia been able to just com- almost completely avoid that? Both starts are, like you said, uh, recruiting some really good high school kids and getting those kids to stay. I mean, Georgia this past year only brought in three transfers. Uh, Rob Rod Thomas, Mississippi State, was one of their leading receivers. Dominic Lovett, very explosive player. I think it's going to have a huge impact that slot this year for the Bulldogs. And uh, Smoke Bowie from Texas a who ironically has already left the team. So uh, they just have something they don't have to do. And Kirby Smart has made it very, very plain that they prefer to recruit the best high school players they can, you know, uh, help them uh, grow as players and athletes and, and have them stick around. And that's what they've been able to do so far. Let's talk about the team. Uh, Kirby talked a lot at Media Days on Tuesday about fighting complacency, the New Zealand All Blacks, the 
Michael Jordan Bulls. So the All Black team actually retweeted him, uh, I think, uh, yesterday, so they got a kick out of that. So. Yeah, I'm sure they appreciated the publicity. Yeah. <laughs> it, how do you fight complacency when you've won two in a row and everyone thinks you're just destined to win a third? You know, I, I, I don't know how they how anybody does that, not just third, but any, any you know, program, professional cause, uh, keeps from kind of getting the big head, you know, so to speak. I think it goes back – Again, this is going to sound cliche to a lot of people. It goes back to the way you practice. They make sure every single practice is tougher than anything you're going to see on a given Saturday in any given football game. And you ask any Georgia player, you know, they, they'll tell you that those, uh, those uh, you know, 11-on-11, you know, ones versus ones scrimmages they have every, every, every Wednesday helps them prepare and helps them keep their minds focused. I think that's just a big part of it, just the way they go about practice every single day. They don't, they're not allowed to get complacent. Is it safe to say that he basically just took a carbon copy of Nick Saban's program and put it in Athens, or has he put his own stamp on it? How are they different? He, he put his own stamp on it. There's a lot of the things they do similar. I mean, even here at Media Days, it's kind of funny to me. Coach Saban has always been, you know, famous for thanking the media, you know. Uh, when he gets to talk, Kirby Smart did the same thing. Yes, I'm sure you hear, hear Nick do that. You know, here just, and just a little bit. But I, I don't know. This, you know, I don't. I don't know all the ins and outs of the Alabama program. But from what I've been told, just the way they go about practices. You know, practices. The how, how many the one on ones. You know, they have that kind of thing. I really think there's more similarities than there are differences. And what difference there are, I think, are just very subtle. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So much talk over the last two, three years about Stetson Bennett, what Stetson Bennett was, what Stetson ben- yeah. Bennett wasn't. Tried to bring in Caleb Williams, didn't get him. Stetson Bennett just wins another championship yeah. while Caleb w- Williams wins a Heisman, so I guess it worked out for everyone. Stetson Bennett, ironically now in Los Angeles, but playing professionally, it sounds like it's Carson Beck's job to lose. Thanks. Tell me about Carson Beck and the, the quarterback room and sort of what you expect from that position. Well, Carson is a, obviously a different type player. Uh, he was a four-star, you know, performer by rivals uh, down, uh, down in Jacksonville. He really obviously kind of, kind of waited his turn. He's a kid that's at 6'3", 210 pounds. Doesn't have the uh, – not quite as fleet as that. It's not as big of a runner. But he can make plays with his legs, but he's got a – they say he's got an NFL arm, and we saw him make some great throws, you know, last season in the time that he did receive. And, uh, and uh, everything that we've been told and understand about about uh, Carson, he's a very cerebral kid, uh, can make the throws. And, and as I mentioned earlier with Dominic Glover, you know, Ray Rod Thomas, you know, coming over this receiving core, 
wide receivers that is. I think there's a chance to be maybe the best that Kirby has had since he's been there. So, uh, it's all, but it's all going to depend on Carson. As long as he keeps, you know, talk about that composure. If he keeps his composure in these big games and executes, and Georgia, I think, will be just fine. They've put Georgia, when I say they, Georgia has put so many defenders into the NFL the last couple of years. They just sort of keep replenishing. Is that what you expect again this time? Even though they lost a bunch of guys, you just expect the next group to produce at the same level? Well, right now, yeah. I mean, all these kids they, they bring in, they're all four-star, five-star you know, players. I mean, guys, every team in the country you want, and you're going to see some different you know names this year. Uh, the crew that they've got at outside linebacker coming in, uh, Gabe Harris, Sam and Pemba, talking five-star players. These guys are all 6'4", 6'5", 245 pounds. They just look like NFL players you know, already. Kirby will downplay and say, you know, they're young. They're going to have to, you know, earn their spot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But these guys are going to be able to play. And even up front, they've lost some, some you know, first-round picks over the past the past couple of years. The guys they've got coming back and got coming in as freshmen, you know, they're going to be very good. Let's talk about the SEC East a little bit. Obviously, Tennessee, Josh Heupel's kind of got that going a little bit. They, they've certainly in a better shape than they've been in in probably two decades. Um, Mark Stoops has kind of made Kentucky a stable program. It looks like Shane Beamer has South Carolina on the rise. Yet at the same time, none of those teams, none of those programs feel like they're even in the same ballpark with Georgia right now. Is there, is there a game on Georgia's schedule that you sort of look at and say that this is a potential pitfall? Stuff like you got to say Tennessee. I mean, just because of their scoring, excuse me, scoring potential, the fact the game's going to be in Knoxville this year, and I'm sure they're going to be like Georgia's fans were last year, that, that crazy environment in Athens, and I'm sure Tennessee's fans are going to be the same way, you know, come come into November. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, like, you, like we talked earlier, Georgia's going to be favored in all these games, and unless, uh, you know, they shoot themselves in the foot, it's, they're, they're going to, you know, have a very good chance of, uh, you know, of winning, winning all those again. But to the Tennessee game, I think, again, just because – uh, the talent level they have on offense, the games are not. So I think it, it could be one that Georgia has to really watch out for. What are your thoughts on the SEC West? I know you follow the East yeah. more closely, but you see Alabama a lot in championship settings. You saw LSU in the SEC championship yeah. game a year ago. What do you expect on that side? I, I'm probably going to pick Alabama to win. But, at, you know, despite the score of that LSU game last year in the SEC championship, there's some talent. I mean, really, really good young young talent on that team. And, and Jane Daniel is a quarterback. Uh, I really like him, you know, a lot. Just a lot of raw talent, and from everything I've, you know, read, you know, read and, and seen, they expect him to take a, another jump this year. So, I'm not counting out LSU uh, from 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 the from the battle uh, this year. I'm interested to see and see what Ole Miss does this year. I'm looking forward to. See, I think Arkansas will be improved. KJ Jefferson, you know, coming back. A&M may be a surprise team. They won one five games last year. I don't think they'll be quite that bad this year. So it could be very. More interesting race in the West than people may, may think. But I, I, obviously, Alabama and LSU, I think, right now, are two top teams I go with. Ole Miss returns to Athens for the first time yeah. in a decade. They haven't played there since 2013. Time. Last time they played, I guess, was 2016 yeah. in Oxford, Kirby's yeah. first year. And, and Ole Miss rode them. Yeah, Ole Miss, Ole Miss won that game big. What? How excited will people be in Georgia just to kind of get Ole Miss over there? It's two two schools that are sort of known for the for the yeah. party. Oh, I think they'll they'll love it. I mean, Georgia fans uh, complain all the time about they get only see the same old teams every year in year out. I mean, hosting Vanderbilt, nothing against these programs, but hosting Vanderbilt, Kentucky, kind of gets old. I think a lot of people after a while, so they like to see some new blood. And everybody knows about Lane Kiffin as outspoken as he is. The, the fact uh, he, you know, very offensive minded coach. Uh, I think people will be very excited about that one. 
Last thing, this this time next year it'll be Georgia and Tech, not Georgia, Texas and Oklahoma yeah. in the league. Georgia will still be in the league, I presume. <laughs> uh, Texas and Oklahoma in the league and a 16, I mean a 12 team playoff and all of that stuff. How do you um, how do you sort of see the landscape of college football changing? You and I have been doing this a long time. Yeah. Next year's going to feel a lot different. Man, it's going to feel wild. I mean, no one having media days in Dallas next year is going to be something we're all going to have to get used to. Uh, but, yeah, having the, the you know, Longhorns and, and Sooners in, that's going to take some adjustment. I'm really curious to see how they do their first year or two. I mean, you, you hear uh, and read a lot, of, a lot of fan talk, that kind of thing. Oh, we're going to come to the SEC. We're going to do that. And let's see what happens when, uh, when, when Texas has to go to Auburn or Oklahoma has to go to Ole Miss, for example. I think they're going to find out that uh, when coaches in this league talk about, you know, going on the road in this conference is as difficult a task as you're going to find anywhere. I think they're going to learn the same thing. Yeah, when you heard Brian Kelly say that on Monday about the difference going on the road in the SEC with an SEC team when he went yes. to Auburn, when he went yes. to Florida, and those were two programs that were down last yeah, it year. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. I mean, we've seen, even seen teams go, go to Vanderbilt and struggle from time to time. I mean, Vanderbilt is, is, is every now and then will will pick off one of the, the bigger bigger squads. So you just you just don't know. And like 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 you just said, I mean, going on the road to this conference, really, no matter where you go, is a is a, can be a really really big challenge. Dash, as always, it's fun to catch up with you. I hey, really man. appreciate the time. Anytime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.